Hi guys, welcome to Contender Promotions Podcast. I'm your host Gary Bell. Today I've got a very special guest, Christian Knowles from the Knowlesley Academy in London, known all over the world, this guy. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, really good. How are you, Gary? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. So it's been, uh, I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for a while and when I've been putting it out on social media, I've had a lot of guys tagging your name. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's great to have you on and it's going to be great to get a bit of history about you and some of the future with you guys, what's happening at the moment. Brilliant. Yeah, buzzing to be on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, Christian, if you want to tell the guys just a little bit about yourself, how you how you started in uh, the martial arts game. I started Muay Thai at 17. Uh, a friend of mine was travelling the world. He'd already... He'd already been uh, he'd already been training and competing for a little while, um, and he was working with me at the time. Nick Wilson, he still teaches now. Um, MC MMA, MMA, he's at now. Uh, been in the game for years. Uh, we nicknamed him the Wizard. But yeah, he was fighting yeah. and doing really well. He was fighting in Australia, uh, New Zealand, Thailand. Living in Thailand for a bit. And when he came back, he was like, "You've got to try this." And I was seventeen at the time. And I tried it and loved it. Um, yeah, fell in love with it straight away. Wanted to compete straight away. Yeah. Um, I was. Uh, I always struggled with weight um, all through my career. Now, still, even. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it took me a while to compete. I don't think I competed until I was twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, I've been in the gym. It was a really good base because I've been in the gym with some great guys: um, Kenny Gale, Leo Eleanor, like. To me, these are all legends of the game. Back in the day, all champions. Uh, Alan Witten, another British <laughs> champion. Maybe European champion. Um, so I've been in the gym with them guys for, for years. So uh, I was like 20 fights unbeaten, Gary. Uh, yeah. I, had, I had one draw with Andy Kipriani. Uh, Andy Kipriani, sorry. Uh, who was a great champion at the time. Uh, that was a draw, but an, an epic fight. And... Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that, that um, from 17 to 22 or 23, it, it gave me a good foundation to like hit the hit the ball hit the ball rolling and yeah yeah take off from there. And then I was fortunate enough to fight all over the world. Uh, I competed for England in the IFMAs four times. I got a gold medal in 2004 and a silver in uh, 2007. <clears throat> really tough, like people that know the IFMAs. Yeah, like it, it's the top of the top, like it's the amateur championships. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the countries have got their uh, their best uh, boys and girls competing, and uh, that was another um, that was another really good learning curve for me. And then fighting pro, and getting to fight all over Holland, France, um, Slovakia, Australia, Austria, Australia, um, Italy, a couple of times. Uh, and I, I fought in Thailand 12 times as well. Yeah. Uh, mostly um, Westerners, obviously, because the Thais not having many heavyweights. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, had some great coaches like Ralph Bill, who runs the WMC, the Maya gym, still running it now, lives out there. Um, he, like, Paul Taylor, like, phenomenal, phenomenal coaches and, and, uh, that that's what really uh, helped me with everything. Really. Did Did you not do anything else apart from Muay Thai? Did you just get straight into Thai boxing? From I, I went straight into Thai boxing. I've done a little bit of boxing actually. Yeah. Um, I've done a little bit of boxing, uh, but 
I always loved the uh, the use of all the weapons, and uh, I just found that much more fascinating and much more challenging, uh, and enjoyed it much more. But yeah, really, really, basically all Muay Thai and K1. Yeah. So, did you ever do any other sports? Like, yeah, actually. So, I was a swimmer, competitive swimmer. Mum used yeah. to have me up at six in the morning, uh, Monday to Friday before school. Uh, I'd fall asleep in school, but. <laughs> It gave me it gave me a great uh, it gave me a great like uh, a discipline yeah for training and, and a love for it like I'd be training as a as a young uh, teenager before I was a teenager I think maybe when I was like twelve I started to do them early mornings mm. and I used to train nearly as much as a professional Muay Thai fighter as a kid swimming I'd also done a little bit of judo actually um, used to do judo every Saturday. I used to enjoy that. So, so martial arts has been part of your life, hasn't it? Like from a young age, even if you never, you weren't exactly in it consistently in a certain style until you found your the love for Thai boxing. You've always sort of had a passion for it, haven't you? It seems like. Yeah, a hundred percent. Love it. Don't know where I'd be if I hadn't found it. <laughs> we all think that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Right. How how did it come about with uh, like your gym? How how did that come about? So, just uh, we were training in Wedding Garden City. It was about an hour's drive from where I live. Um, that's where Minotaurs was my fighting stable yeah. with uh, Bill Taylor and, and Ralph Bill. Uh, so that was about an hour away. And then Paul had Bushy, uh, Bushy Hall School. It was just a crazy, phenomenal um, session on a Wednesday. There used to be like 30, 40 people packed in this small wooden floor room, <laughs> like sweating like shouting like the boys that I was just telling you the super heavyweights yeah uh, that are legends in the game uh, obviously the game wasn't didn't have any exposure so a lot of people would never know about them but they were like incredible yeah. athletes and uh you'd walk into that gym I remember the first time I walked into that gym and they were screaming I was like I want to be like them guys <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh yeah so uh so training there, uh, but uh, like most gyms, it was only, so it was, I think it was about five days a week. And I, I wanted to train more. I always trained more, yeah. uh, especially when the competition got harder. I was training in the morning in the gym and then going to the boys in the evenings. And uh, and I think what happened, Gary, is we lost Wedding Garden or Ralph moved to Thailand. Yeah. And we, we needed a new home and I wanted somewhere that we could have whenever we needed it. So uh, the the place I'm at now, so we're still here. So this was 15, maybe going on 16 years ago. Yeah. We took, and uh, it was it was like down to necessity and the fact that I needed somewhere and wanted somewhere to train um, whenever we whenever we needed to all the time basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I took this place on, and uh, and it was tough. Like I don't think. I don't think we earned any money for about ten years, but um, <laughs> but loved it. Like it was all it was all a it was all a project of love and passion. But it's good. Your, your gym's known all over. I, I, like anywhere I ever go, everyone knows your gym. So and, and you yourself. So that's good. You're doing. You've done an amazing job. So well done. Yeah, like it's the team as well. Like it's uh, everybody. Definitely. So obviously you've uh, you fought in different countries. Which country would you say, in your experience, when you fought, had the 
obviously you were trained in different places. Well, I had the toughest training and sort of, would you say, the toughest fighters that where they came from? In my weight class, Holland, without a doubt. Yeah. And, like, it, it was the period, just coming to the end <clears> of the period, where, uh, like the greats, Ernesto Hoos. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What an absolute leg legend. Uh, and other guys, Ray Sifu, Mark Hunt, um, just so many. That, like, And they were mostly training in Holland. Um, um, Peter Ertz. Yeah. Uh, e even... Um, like even even the guys that weren't from Holland were seeming seeming to gravitate to Holland to get the training done. But uh, them K1 days, they're going to be hard to uh, compete with now, aren't they? With them them sort of tournaments they used to have, they were amazing, man. Them. <laughs> Don't know if it ever happened. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I think like with what one championship are doing, but they're they're obviously focusing on the yeah, to, other. Yeah. I think they've got the potential. I still really enjoy Glory, you know, and I think that there's some really good big guys in there, but yeah, it was something really special Japan. That's going to be interesting this weekend, isn't it, with the tournament? Uh, with Rico's in and, and Tariq. Who do you reckon? Who's going yeah, to... I think, I think Rico. Yeah, I think Tariq's going to win the tournament. Yeah. I, like, I, like, I like Rico. He's like the perfect athlete, but yeah. uh, Tariq's... Uh, I just think his style is going to give Rico. If he if he makes it to the final, he's going to he's going to give Rico some trouble because he's a hundred Yeah, you're not going to be in a fight with him and not have, <clears throat> not be in the deep water at some point. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah. And then then, then we've got Grown Hurt and uh, Cedric Dunbar in it. Who do you reckon with that? Uh, Grown Hart. Grown, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. There's some beef between them guys, like, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely fuels the fire. So I know you've fought on like different shows yourself. What's the difference between some of the shows you've fought on and then when you've taken your guys now to the one championship, which is the pinnacle of martial arts? It's the obviously the biggest platform now, I would say, for, for, for fighters. It's just, it's just like, it's what you'd imagine it to be. This, it's what the sport should be. Yeah. Like once now, it's um, they're all in massive arenas, uh, got great fans, uh, people really loving it. And um, there was a few shows back in the day. I fought a Muay Thai Premier League, like that was close. It felt like it was close yeah. to uh, to doing it, but it just didn't quite make it. Um, yeah, it like one championship is by far like so far advanced of all the shows that I've fought on. Yeah, I, I think so as well. It's uh, Chat Chattery's just got some vision inside of him what nobody else can see, and he's just progressing and growing the sport huge, isn't he? Like you can tell that he's got love and passion for it, and that seems to be driving it through. And I, I like, yeah, I like everything he's doing. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. You do a bit of promoting yourself, don't you? Yeah, Royal Combat League, uh, going really well before the pandemic. Like a few of the boys, so John Haggerty and Liam Nolan, they were uh, scouted off Royal Combat League. Yeah. One of the guys, one of the matchmakers from one championship, <clears throat> Rory, he really enjoys it, um, enjoys the fighters I've got on there. 
and uh, that yeah, it was the platform. Uh, obviously, John was doing some great things. He, he had a couple of really good fights on uh, John Jarvis's show as well. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was a culmination, but they big. They were. He was a big supporter of World Combat League, and it, it helped him get to, to one championship, which was fantastic. That's good. What made you start your own promotions? Because obviously, I know, I know how successful it is with having your gym and the promotions, and I do both myself. But what made you want it? Because a lot of guys don't go into it. Yeah, so I've got so many fighters at the gym. I couldn't always get matched. Um, couldn't always get the opportunities that I felt like they deserved. Um, and and fighting in Europe on like K1 shows and, yeah. and other promotions. Like when I was there competing, I used to think I want to do this. I want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to promote. I want to try and help grow Muay Thai and K1 kickboxing into what it should be. Want it to have a wider recognition. So who who can we see like coming through the ranks on on Raw that you're gonna predict a big future for? Oh, you put me right on the spot because there's so many. <laughs> there's so many from so many gyms. Let let's name um, like let's go a couple of, of weights then. Is there anyone at around about middleweight who you think? We had Jake Purdy on recently. Yeah, but he's good, isn't he? I think he's good. Him, really good. Uh, Salah, who fought him, uh, he just—he was just coming back. Salah Khalid from my gym yeah. uh, and Minotaurs. He—he's brilliant. Uh, just, just really coming back last few fights. Um, some, we brought over one of Kieran Kettle's fighters from Canada. Yeah, uh, doing really well. Yeah, like the future's so so yeah. so bright. We just got to make sure they get the platform and get so on, experience. On your shows, mate, is it is it mixed levels as well? Is it like amateur pro? Is it is it like you? Yeah, yeah. So usually I try and do like two shows: an amateur, a novice one early in the day, and then yeah, go to the pros near the end of the night or in the evening. Yeah, like I say, I know we were talking earlier. I know you've got uh, Lind Lyndon Knowles. He's is is he a Raw Combat champion as well, the, the world champion? Or yeah, he's a European champion. European champion, yeah. Yeah, he had a great fight. He was just he had some time off because um, he had a baby, and uh, I put him right in the deep end with a world championship fight yeah. against Julian Pocker. But it was a really competitive fight. There's no way it was going to go the distance. Yeah. He, he lost that, and then since then he's had. Like three or four really good wins, uh, got the European title. But yeah, I find him, he's really agile for his weight, isn't he? He's like, he moves well. Yeah, and he's the best he's ever been. Like, he's really looking after his mobility <clears throat> and his strength has really upped his game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get him in. Been really close for getting him a few things abroad recently yeah. and working on one thing that I'm hoping um, will come to pass. Uh, but yeah, he looks great at the moment. The best he's ever looked by far. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully all the guys start getting active. But I've actually got a guy. I know we talked earlier, but we, we've got a guy there, Kay Showman. That'd make a a really good yeah. fight with Lyndon. But yeah. obviously, we're in uncertain times. I mean, it's going to be hard for any of me and you to be getting these guys on at the minute. But maybe just something to look at in the future. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to stay positive and seeing yeah. the light at the end. I don't know, maybe the end of the year, 
so hard for the fighters, isn't it, Gary? I mean, how yeah. are your boys like watching them? They're so frustrated. Like talking to them, they're so frustrated. It's um, on certain times, mate. On certain times, it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I never thought. I never thought in a million years it'd drag on as long as this. If I'm being being honest. Believe it if someone said it, would we? No way. No, no, you, no, no. Be, I would never believe it. But obviously, I know there's a there's a virus out there. But I feel sorry for 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 the kids, for the fighters, just for anyone even doing any sports, like just for the mental health and just well being. I just think yeah. we really do need to try and get things back open and get a bit of normality back. Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. But, it, but yeah, how are you, how are you finding it yourself with your, your gym being shut? I know like we've, we've got bills and we get a slight little bit of help, but it doesn't really pay the bills. We haven't had anything, any help this time either at the moment. Yeah. We're like trying to help life. Yeah, no, it's tough. Like, I've just, one of the boys has just signed a contract for a fight. Um, and like I said, a couple of the boys are about to sign contracts for fights. So yeah. that's that's practically what I'm putting all my energy in and keeping me sane. Yeah, getting the guys active. Yeah. Uh, there's a new uh, show. Is it in? Is it in Dubai or Abu Dhabi? I can't remember the name of the show. Yeah. Like talking to one of the guys about possibly getting um, one of the guys on that. Um, <coughs> motion. I can't now as well. We sound uh, stupid now, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> It might even be UAE, or am I going mad? Does that sound like Gary? UAE or UAI, one of them. I can't remember. Yeah. It's something like that, yeah. Com Combat League or something. Yeah, yeah. that'd do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, it looks great. Um, he's a great talent. Josh, who fought it, fought on that show uh, recently. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Very good, yeah. Very good. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be good to get some of the guys on there. Uh, and I think that that's probably going to be one of the shows that a lot of people are going to want to be on soon. Yeah, well, 100%. So they seem to have the backing, don't it? Looks like they've got a bit of backing. I know they're not as big as one, but for for, for the guys who are coming through the ranks, different levels, it looks the, the show to be on. So, yeah, like yeah. I said, I, I, I was talking to the matchmaker myself, so and I'd sent in my guys a couple of the yeah. details, but I haven't heard nothing back as of yet, so fingers I crossed. I think I think it's the travel thing that, that's uh, like mm. I think it's the travel and how long the, the the promoters would have to put the boys up on the other end as well. Yeah. I think especially coming from from the UK now with what's going on here, it's a bit harder for us, isn't it? But, exactly that. Yeah. But uh, mate, going off that subject, if you want to tell us how uh, Liam and uh, Jonathan got on one championship. So. As I was saying earlier, they had great performances for world titles yeah. on Raw Combat League. Um, Liam, uh, Liam had actually just also beaten um, a former UK, sorry, a former Lumpini champion um, on Raw Combat League, uh, and that really <clears throat> elevated one championship to wanting to sign him. And John Hag John Haggerty. Had just he was scheduled to fight uh, Jar Kipling Tip, but Jar had an injury and pulled out, um, and I got him. Uh, oh, McDonald! Oh no, that's terrible, Gary. <laughs> Absolute warrior, WBC European champion, 
Um, and, and John just put on a, a, a splendid performance, stopped him in, I think, about eight seconds, nearly knocked out Jesse Saunders. Yeah. Uh, Jesse giving him a grief after the fight, a little bit of uh, Was it, jo- was it jo- Joseph Lassery? Is that what, who the guy was? No, no, Joseph Lassery oh. was his first one championship oh, right, fight. Yeah. But then after that, they, uh, they had their... Um, so after that, after they were scouted, they had their debuts. John was first. John Haggerty fought Joseph Lazary, like really good uh, performance. Like implemented his range, and then when he closed it down, used it really well. Used the clinch really well, and and Joseph's been in there with the best. I think he was uh, might have been current ISKA champion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a great fight. He drops Lazary with an elbow, which I think just exploded him as well. Yeah. Like that. That's still going. That's still going around the circuit, going around um, the uh, fake the teeth, hop in the hammer elbow, mm. um, and then Liam had his debut. Like I'm sure you've heard, and I'm sure a lot of the guys that follow one championship have heard about the hydration. Yeah. Uh, and uh, with John, we struggled uh, because it was all new to us. Um, I think we passed the first day and, and then failed the second, which <clears> it doesn't <throat> go that way round. Apparently, uh, usually you fail the first and then you know what you're in for. But I think maybe maybe we, we made a mistake after the first one. And, and he failed the second one, but uh, the second day, because it's two days in a row, you have to pass hydration and make weight. Yeah. Um, and he failed the hydration. But then um, with a little bit of help of the guys from one championship, we, we got him through that day and he passed that day um, and then went on to fighting Lazary and, and putting on a great performance. With Liam, after Liam, um, we failed the first day and we just couldn't get it back. We, we, uh, it was a big learning curve and he was fighting Enrico, in, Enrico Kale. Yeah, that's, yeah, Kale. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like great K1 fight. He was fighting yeah. K1 as well. That was the first opportunity Liam had. Uh, I think it was his first ever K1 fight. Maybe he had a, a few as a young adult. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's what what made it difficult for Liam. It was the fact that we failed hydration. So what happened was because we failed the hydration one day, we got it right on the second day. He failed it on the day. Uh, he had to do it. He had to do it again on the day. Sorry, of the fight. Yeah. And uh, that was. Up ass. Enrico was probably about four or five kilos heavier. Than yeah, he will have been. Yeah. Yeah. Liam looked great. There's still some some great moments in that fight. Um, but then uh, I think the body shots. Mm. They they knew that we'd failed, so they targeted the body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What what height is Liam? He looks massive. He's taller than me, so six foot three. That's crazy. That for his weight, isn't it? He's tall. Yeah, but he, like he's walking around now at 74, 75. Yeah. So he's really like great professional attitude to it. And like, it, it's not it, like when the boys were first fighting, competing on one, it was a struggle. But both of them, I mean, the last camp with John against Taki Nato, like John was, John was comfortable all week. Yeah. Which was, uh, and, and that, that, that because before then, when we started on the show, like that was probably a bigger mental challenge than the actual fight. Yeah, yeah. But now the guys can just focus on the performance now that they've got it, they've got it right. But uh, Jonathan Styles amazing, isn't it? Is he, is he always 
been a natural talent? Oh, he's brilliant. I mean, he started at seven, so like, like people say, he's a natural talent, and uh, he definitely is. He picks everything up really quickly. He studies the game as well. Like he come and warm up uh, yeah. before he warms up in with me. He'd do some mobility, and he'd be studying ties. He'd be studying all the fighters he, he, he likes watching, um, and, and it's given him a great eye for it. Um, uh, but like training so hard since he was seven, there's a lot of hard work yeah. that's gone into it as well. Because he's, he's about 23 now, isn't he? He's not only young. Yeah, they're both far. Liam, Liam and John are both 23. No, what's scary about that? These guys haven't even peaked, man. They're going to be no. fucking killers. Exactly, yeah. exactly <laughs> and, yeah. and they're hanging with the best, the very best. Yeah, I mean, Liam's been in the mix for the world title fight yeah. against Petrocott. Um, That's a fight I like to see, Liam. I truly believe yeah. he can win that. It, like obviously it's going to be a tough fight but um, that's that's Liam's goals mm. um, it's also been close, uh, like matched with a couple of the others great ties they've got on one championship yeah. and uh, they're all going to be tough fights but I've got so much confidence that he's got what it what it takes to beat them yeah I know people were talking about him fighting uh, the coach who coaches me Jack Cooper but it's yeah. like uh, I, I couldn't see that happening at the moment. Jack would have to get on one, I would have thought, for that to happen, unless someone funded it from another show, which would be hard. But it would make a good fight. That would make a good fight, Liam. Yeah. And... Like, I, I think so. I think yeah. it'd be a great fight. Um, it's just... It's, it's just... Because tr- the guys... It's just hard to get them off one championship. And and you can, I can understand the guys as well who, f- who were contracted to one that want to stay with one. It's like, if if anybody else was on one, they they would want to do the same. Know what I mean? Because it is the pinnacle in it of the of the fight game at the moment. Yeah, definitely. So, that's that's got to be the goal for for all the boys and girls at the moment. Uh, I've also seen you do some seminars with you guys as well. So how how did they go down? I've been I've been doing them. For a while, but it's not really been a main focus. Yeah, I'm at the gym so much, but I, I absolutely love doing them. Absolutely love pass, passing on the knowledge. Um, and then, uh, and then me and John got asked to do them, and we get like before COVID, we were getting offers to do them all around the world. So really yeah, excited. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to. Uh, I'll have to arrange something with you, mate. I'll get you down. Our gym will be great to have you down here and doing it. Yeah, we'd love to. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's brilliant. When all these crazy times have gone, we'll uh, we'll we'll get you up because it'd be good. And I know the guys uh, like it as well. They'll all enjoy it. Fantastic. uh, Going off that, I just want to give a little shout out to our sponsors. Guys, this podcast is sponsored by the Jab Cross Hoop Game. You can pre-order this game now, guys, at the link below. Also, guys, our podcast is sponsored by Seconds Out Coffee. If anybody wants to drink the most amazing coffee, have full of energy, full of caffeine, you need to grab this. Have you had tried this yet, mate? No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try and get it in the gas. I'm going to see if I can get you a sample pack set out, right? So, Thank you, Sam. And uh, you'll enjoy it. Also, guys, our podcast is sponsored by Fight Lab. So, guys, these gloves are made in Thailand. Also, the rest of the gear is. It's amazing gear. These are now available on our website, so the link's below. Also, guys, it's freezing cold outside. Contender snood. Keep yourself warm. 
But yeah, that was just a little shout out for the sponsors. <laughs> but yeah, he's still there, mate. Yeah, still here, uh, Gary. Yeah, yeah, went a bit uh, thingy. So, mate, what's uh, what's the plans for the guys? And is anything going to be coming up for these? Is anything going to be coming up for Liam and Jonathan? Have you got anything signed where they're going to be fighting soon? So, John's uh, John's just signed something. It should be announced this week. And then uh, just trying to get Liam on. Like it's been close a few times. Is um, is is? I know you might. You're not going to tell me over this podcast, but is Jonathan going to be fighting? Uh, a Dutch fighter? Uh, no, I, I, so uh, I think that will definitely happen. But yeah, it's not next. By the way, that's an amazing fight. If yeah, that comes off. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be an incredible fight. But I, I hope that one comes off. So, so that's not going to be. It's going to be somebody else. Tie rules. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, what do your guys find also fighting with a little MMA gloves on? Are they enjoying it? Yeah. They are enjoying it, yeah. I mean, it works well for both of them. Uh, Liam's fight um, against uh, the Pitch and Bee fighter. I'm, I'm having a nightmare with names there, but yeah, he, he he dropped in with a great punch. Um, yeah, they're both. They're, it seems to be it seems to be working for their styles. Would you like to have fought with them gloves on yourself? Obviously, big guys. Yeah, I think yeah. back in the day, I definitely would have. Like looking back now, <laughs> as an mm. older, warier fighter, I think. Oh, but uh, yeah, no. Mate, who's who's that heavyweight fighter they've got on one now? The kick, kickboxer guy is he? Is he Russian? He was he was fought on the last show. The one who beat Errol Zimmerman. He was Errol, yeah, he knocked him out with a spin kick, but he fought again, didn't he, the other week? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, he's a beast, him. He's yeah, gonna, yeah. he's gonna take some beating. Big boy, I think he's about oh. six. six. Yeah. He's just like he's, he hits really hard. Him, you can see them shots. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let as well. He gets his head kicks up there very nice. Yeah, he, he, again, he's so agile for for a heavyweight, isn't he? He moves like a a middleweight, but hits like a heavyweight. So I'll be interested in uh, seeing more of him, like in action. I can't remember his name. Do you? Can you remember his name? I can't remember it. Yeah. Begins with an O. Orgic. I can't. I can't remember. He's really, really good, though. Yeah, really yeah. good. Uh, is there any one championship fights you're going to be looking forward to? With, with not your guys, like other fighters, like the likes of Liam. Who would you like to see Liam fight? Liam Harrison. Uh, uh, Liam Harrison. It's got to be not. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good but fight. I, I think. Uh, I think the interesting. I think everyone wants to see it. There must be so many people that want to see that fight. And Liam can give it everything he's got. He's got nothing to lose in that fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be such an exciting fight. It's been a fight everybody's been dropping out there on social when I've been looking, even on, on the one post, they've been dropping that name to fight Liam. So, yeah, yeah it would that's be what good. I think. Like, it's, it's got to be close in the making. It's got to be. Yeah. Who do you think potentially could be next for Giorgio Petrosian? Yeah, tough one. Um, I wonder if they do do that um, Nongo fight because there was a lot of talk about that. Yeah, there was. After Nongo yeah. Um, so that must be something that's that that must be something that's tempting for one championship to see if they can put on. Me personally, I don't think at the moment 
nobody can beat Giorgio Petrosian. I think a good tough fight, but I still think uh, Petrosian will win his uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, he's so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. So good. Petrosian's the best. Yeah, he is. He is. He's so. Just the way he moves, he only moves very slightly, doesn't he? But he catches people every time and they can all get it in. Yeah, yeah. But to, to watch it, to try and mimic a style like that must be rock hard because there's all, he's like Mayweather, isn't he? There's only one Mayweather, there's only one Petrosian. So. Oh, uh, I know you obviously love the old K1 days. Did you see uh, Andy Sowers last fight? Oh, fantastic. What Fuck, a yeah. I know he done amazing, didn't he? So good to see him yeah. back, at the, back doing that. Really good. Nicky Holskin's last performance as well. Yeah, so good. Against Compton, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was, yeah. 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 That was good, yeah. He's good Nicky, though, isn't he? Powerhouse. Powerhouse. Yeah. Like, yeah, so... The rematch, I think that's what he wants. Or the John Wayne Parr fight. Ah, like, uh, yeah. started when I saw them having a bit of banter on social media. Tie rules, apparently. Yeah, I don't think Nicky Hulse can yeah. mind. I'm, yeah, I'm he's probably not bothered. Boy tie, yeah. yeah. He's got a... I think Nicky Hulse can style as well. He's like, he's, he can probably adapt to most situations, couldn't he? He's experienced enough as well. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'd like to see... Uh, I'd like to see one do a big... Like, more, more tournaments where it's in the same night rather than stretching over shows. Uh, I, I love it when, uh, like, like what? Have they yet, Gary? Sorry, Gary, they haven't done a tournament all in one night. No, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'd love to see them do one. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've never done it. They've done it where they've spread it over yeah. the shows, but they've never done, like, a big, big tournament, like, and that's what, to be honest, that's what drew me to the K1 in the first place, them, the, the excitement of the tournaments, like the 70 kg max ones or the GP, the heavyweights, and, that's what I love about K1. It, it, it totally turns the dynamic. I mean, like, there's so many factors when it's a tournament in one night. Like, the wild card, um, someone that you don't expect to win yeah. it can win it. Win it. I like, it, 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 I like the freaks. I like it when they put the yeah. freaks in or the giants. I love that. Yeah, there's shows in China where they still do stuff like that, I think. Yeah, um, Riz, Risen, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah isn't yeah, they still do it, yeah. Yeah, they do like a New Year's show every year with like MMA one and they have like yeah. guys from different disciplines. A lot of them get found out in the MMA circuit like Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. 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 I think I think that's what um I think that the K one, I think the K one fans really love that. I think that's what made it absolute mag uh, mega the uh yeah. Totally different dynamics of weights yeah. and sizes, but now everyone's at it and they're doing like different things. Look at all these social media guys fighting, man. They're getting bigger names than some of the fucking fighters that have been around for years. It's crazy, yeah. It's a tricky one because a lot of people yeah. like hating on that. But if it brings if it brings if it brings eyeballs to the sport, yeah, it'd be a good thing, I think, yeah. I, I, I agree as well, yeah. I agree as well. If uh. As long as the main fighters are still getting to be active, even if they're on the, the shows of them, it's going to work. Look, look, even what Tyson done the other week. 
that brought a big yeah. audience in. And yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people moaning about that. He's doing like at the end of the day, he's fifty odd year old. He's doing a exhibition. You're paying that pay per view price on that, and you got more rounds there than what you ever did years ago off him. Yeah, it's true. Because <laughs> normally they'd be over in a round or two. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you see that fight? Uh, oh, what's he called? The the world strong man. The he played the the mountain in. Oh no! What's his name? Thor. Thor. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he fought that guy Ward in like an exhibition. Did you see that? No, I didn't. But the boys, like, I, I saw some boys talking about yeah. it on so I didn't see it. Yeah, he wasn't that great to be honest. Like, uh, and I think he's fighting Eddie Hall in he boxing. Eddie Hall's actually boxed before, and he so. Yeah, a lot. A lot of the boys want Eddie to uh, to win that. But, but confident after watching Thor's last performance. You wouldn't want it off any of them guys, like the huge man. <laughs> yeah, put you through. Put you through the floor. <laughs> so, mate, what what's uh, what's next for yourself and Nosley Academy? Have you got anything planned? Uh, just keep producing great fighters, keep building a great team. Um, get, uh, yeah, just work, working hard and, and just keep, uh, keep learning, keep challenging the guys. Yeah. Keep challenging myself, keep learning myself as a coach. Yeah, just. Uh, John, Jonathan Haggett, his brother, he's a little uh, talent, isn't he? Yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah, really, really good. How old is he now? I think he's 15 now. 15, yeah. Think, and do you, uh, do you expect big things for him? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What sort of like weight is he walking around yeah, at? I mean, he's probably about the same as John at the moment with lockdown going yeah. on. But he'd, he'd probably fight about, I don't know, 59. Uh, yeah. I haven't spoke to Freddie for a little while because of lockdown. Yeah. Um, he pops up here with John. Um, I haven't spoken to him for a little while. He actually, he, he actually, uh, a great little teacher. He comes, helps us with the seminars. Yeah, yeah. Look, helps us look after any of the little kids. Great teacher, like great attitude. Like that's why he's doing so well with the sport. He just wants to learn, soak it all up, and uh, following his big brother's footsteps. Yeah, it's class, it's class, mate. But, uh, mate, I just want to uh, thank you for taking a bit of time out. I know you're a busy guy, getting you guys ready for hopefully some fights coming up. But, uh, yeah, like I say, mate, you're doing a, an amazing job and when all this when all this shit's over, I'm going to uh, get you down for the for a seminar, uh, you, you and Jonathan, and uh, get, get you down in and teach the guys. The guys will love it here. You. Thank you for having me on. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, really nice to talk to you, Gary. Loved it. Yeah, it's a sh mate. It's a shame that we've known each other for years, but we never had any guys on each other's shows because that's that's a bit crazy. But we need to make yeah, that happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When yeah. when we get the shows going, hundred percent, be great to travel up and have you travel down. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. But yeah, mate, stay safe, stay busy. Yeah, yeah. keep smashing it. Uh, and keep keep doing what you're doing, mate. Because obviously, what you're doing is working. You you're breeding some of the the, the the best fighters in Europe, if not the world, at the moment. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. You too. Absolutely love the podcast. 
loved seeing you graft all the time with all the uh, all the bits and pieces you're doing. Yeah, it's really inspiring. Jeez, mate. Jeez. But yeah, just stay busy, guys. Anyone out there now struggling, just keep positive every day. So just take away the negative thoughts, stay positive, and just you need, you need direction, don't you? So you need something to work towards and, and work on. And if you can do that, Honestly, things change, guys. And uh, remember, all this shit won't last forever. Things do change. But sometimes change is good as well. So, again, mate, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate Thank it. You. Oosh. Thank you.